Good evening. Good evening, Dick. Oh boy, folks. We'll uh we'll get right right to it. Uh that was probably one of the worst weekends of sports and football maybe ever. Especially for uh, especially for here, Dick Mendes. It was just both games. Two two big games this weekend. Both of them were just blowouts and it, it was just hard to watch. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I know Luke's very depressed right now. <laughs> I'm doing all right. It's it's just a game. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. Uh, we'll start off. Best segment that uh, Luke likes where Dick was wrong. Many spots where I was wrong once again. Um, I was pretty right on about that, that Colts game. I thought it would be a close game. Field goal type. Buffalo would win. That was That's pretty much what happened in that one. Uh, we were both wrong about the Rams. Um, you know, we were. Defense, I couldn't believe that. That defense just smothered um, the Seahawks. I really didn't. I thought Seattle had scored enough to win, and that, that wasn't the case. Um, you know, and, and um, I picked Tampa here. I thought Washington would cover. They did get a lucky backdoor cover. Um, so I was right about that. And the Chicago Bears, folks, they're finally done. Uh, that fraudulent that's, ride. That's another one. I, I forgot about that loss. I really don't care about it, but I lo- I love rooting for the Bears just just for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, and I was um I was wrong about the uh, the Titans. Yeah, you picked the Titans. Uh, they looked good. Yeah, they looked good to uh, begin that game, and and Baltimore really showed though after that first quarter that they were the, they're really the better team. Uh, dominated them throughout. Shut down Henry. Uh, get a big win on the road. Uh, first playoff win for Lamar. Yep, get the monkey off his back. And then that 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 nightcap, which we're going to go in a lot more detail oh. later. But that, my God, I was that's, I was dead wrong. A, <laughs> it was a I, complete off the blowout the other way, but uh, no yeah. one saw that one. What'd you say? Blowout of the week? You did call the blowout of the week. I did. Blowout <laughs> of the week was the other way around. <laughs> And let's. I'm gonna get this straight, folks. I picked Ohio State on the on oh, the podcast. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I did not you pick them. This. I picked Alabama. I wanted to pick Ohio State. It put the jinx on Luke there. Yeah, and uh, it ended up working. But honestly, I, I actually did think it was gonna be a closer game than than what it was. Yeah, you're an asshole for that. I mean, I did think it was a closer game. It's just Alabama. I mean, they were they were too good, and I think Ohio State. They must have just forgot, or they didn't realize, or that Devontae Smith won the Heisman. Hell, he he put up he 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 beat records in the first half. And then he, yeah, he got they're... he got MVP. Played one play in the second half and got hurt. I mean, I don't I don't know. I I thought the game uh, there's a little problem there in the game plan. And then then they got tough Borland on. They must have must have stalled the Steelers do that the night before putting. He's playing on Jarvis Landry and thought it must work putting linebackers on receivers. But uh, I'm here to tell you, it doesn't work. So yeah. it was just – then we kind of – once we got a couple – once we got a couple uh, – had to punt a couple times and we still couldn't stop him, you just kind of tell it was over because we weren't going to be able to stop him. But uh, hats off to Alabama. They just they're, – they're a really, really good football team. I don't – I don't know if anybody – had a crack at him in the natty, so yeah, I think they're. I think they're by far the best team this year. Um, I thought Ohio State won their Super Bowl against Clemson, um, meaning not how uh, the Browns did this past weekend, where I think they're going to get blown out by uh, Kansas City. We'll head to that later, but I just thought Ohio State played their best game against Clemson. I think Dabo really poked that bear. That was a team they wanted. Big time, and they they did they they blew them out. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you, um, that's but that's, I think Alabama's just a different animal. That's one thing you can't just take this one loss and say the season's a waste. I mean, we did win the Big Ten and come out and pulled an upset off in the Sugar Bowl, which we wouldn't see coming, and played really well in that game. So this season wasn't a loss, especially when we thought the Big Ten won't get to play at all, being able to do what they accomplished and make the national title game. I mean, you're not in it for moral victories, but all in all, it wasn't a complete waste. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's still a, a uh, solid season. I think uh, Alabama, like I said, is a different animal this year. Uh, there was people today debating about where 
LSU team last year or they were better, I would still go with the LSU team in my opinion. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to say. The, the, the points and stats and all that point, point to Alabama, and they didn't even play any cupcake teams like out-of-conference non, non-Power 5 teams this year. So, so I don't know. I, if I had to pick, I would lean towards this Alabama t- team just for the weapons they had, being able to be diverse, run, pass, uh, multiple people hit tight ends, and, and then the defense, I think, was stout too. I mean, I think it was kind of – people kind of overlooked it and thought this defense was kind of fraudulent. But I think they shown last night against a really good Ohio State offense holding them to 24 points. Now, granted, uh, I mean, I don't know if Ohio State played their best game offensively, but, but they had a nice game plan to shut us down well. Yeah, I, th- I still would go with LSU reason why – um, Joe Burrow last year, man, he was just uh, something different. And I, I think the SEC was a little bit stronger last year, um, better teams. Uh, and I think that LSU defense was good as well. I mean, they had a uh, number of draft picks on the defensive side of the ball, but gro- both great teams. Probably be a uh, field goal type spread, honestly, if they ended up playing each other like that. But uh, just a fun um, scenario that, that, uh, yeah, I don't play out. I don't give a shit about fun scenarios. I'm just, we lost an Addy. That's all there is. So looking to next year's odds for the national championship as of right now, we've been waiting to uh, discuss this. And the team that I really like next year, I think they're going to win the national title. I think it's their year. I think they've been building towards this. Yeah. Uh, the defense continues to improve. Spencer Rattler, Keep talking. Heisman favorite Keep next talking. year. Um, plenty of guys returning. Uh, this Big Twelve actually, I think, has improved as a conference in general. I, I like the uh, I like the Sooners next year. Definitely will make the playoffs, I believe. And uh, right now, I, I think they could win the title. Now Alabama, they they supposedly have one of their best classes ever, better than the ones uh, that twenty seven they've had. Class so, is unbelievable. Yeah, so they said this one is maybe their best. Obviously, they got to get a new quarterback and you know some oh, new oh, players. Oh, oh, that guy that came reload. in, and, that guy that came in and took snaps last night, he was number one quarterback, a true freshman. So they they don't got to replace much. He almost beat out Mac Jones this year. Yeah, but I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. Yeah, you're dead wrong there, dead wrong. Because I don't I don't know if you know much about college football. It's like Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State are kind of this like group of top tier teams, and after that, it's just a just a cliff and there's a big drop off and teams just can't contend. So I see that changing this year. Hey, really? Uh, or this, uh, this, this, um, 2021 season come fall. I like Oklahoma. I think Alabama and I think Georgia, believe it or not. I think those are the top three teams for next year. Oh, you're... I'd put Ohio state fourth. get out of here. Uh, just based off, uh, the talent they're losing, especially, I mean, they're losing all three linebackers. Their secondary was young, which I think was exposed, obviously, yeah. last night. Um, and obviously losing fields. I mean, they, I mean, I get they have uh, top-tier quarterbacks in line, but uh, I don't know if they're as good as fields. They haven't, they haven't proved it yet. So, um, and he'll be a hard guy to replace. So that's why I put them fourth. And I'm putting Clemson five. Uh, I think they, so, they so lose Oklahoma a lot. Won? No, I'd put Oklahoma second. But they're going to win it all. They, preseason, they won't be ranked one, but they're going to win it all is what you're saying. Yep, preseason, number two. I mean, they're going to have the defending champs, number one, as they should. But I still think Alabama wins it all. And I see Georgia as the third said, team. I think they're going to be. You said Alabama wins it all. You said Oklahoma wins it all. Get your, get your shit no. straight. Oklahoma wins it all, is what I'm saying. Uh, uh, that's... But Alabama starts the rankings as number one. Yeah, you're high off your ass for that one. That's I'm usually I'm usually pretty good at calling out the word Dick was wrong, and I'm calling out the word Dick was wrong a year in advance. <laughs> a year in advance. Where's your top five then? Um, I don't I don't I don't do top fives. I just did who's gonna win. <laughs> well, who's gonna win then? I like the Buckeyes to bounce back. Uh, kind of get a sour. Of course he does, folks. <laughs> sour, <laughs> sour taste in their mouth after that daddy, and they're gonna kind of use that as fuel, as the same way they used the fuel uh, losing to Clemson in the playoff last year, and come back and not only make it to the natty again, but this time 
this time win it. And I don't. see. I just um. I think I see Clemson, like I said, as as number five. They lose Lawrence, Etienne. I see that program. Um, they they need to get back to work. I think they got complacent. He ran his mouth a little bit. Yeah, a little complacent. Ran his mouth a little bit too much. I don't like how they play down to certain teams in that ACC every year. Um, and and that defense this year, man. I just I don't know. I just wasn't good. I, I see them being fifth best. And I think the ACC is part of the worst league as well. So they probably will get in maybe again next year, really every year, based off how bad that conference is. All right. So, okay, here's my playoff predictions for next year. Teams that will make the playoff, no particular order. Ohio State, Alabama. um, And then probably, probably Clemson just because the weak ACC. And then the yeah. the fourth team that'll get in, the Texas Longhorns. They're going to beat Oklahoma. With Steve, they're going to beat with Steve. They're going to beat Oklahoma this year. They're going to run the table. Sark is going to have Texas all the way back. I mean, you can see what he did with that offense last night. I mean, this te- imagine what he can do with these athletes. Texas is able to bring in. I just he seems like he's untouchable right now and. He can't screw up, so I just Texas is going to make the playoff. I actually don't totally disagree. I don't think they make the playoff, but I do think they're going to be a relevant team next year. Losing as long as he doesn't get losing back to, Sam Ellinger, as long as he doesn't get back to drinking again, as long as he don't get them DUIs. But hey, but uh, losing Sam Ellinger is going to hurt. But they still have that freshman running back as a stud, and they always. I mean, it's Texas. They they're supposed to be a top notch program who really hasn't. Them in Miami, kind of them two two top-tier programs that they're always saying they're going to be back, they're going to be back. And then they, they kind of tease you a little bit and look like they're going to be back. And then next thing you know, lose a couple bad games and everybody says, oh, they're not back yet. So so I like I like Texas to finally make that jump next year and make the playoff. Yeah, I'm going to go with Alabama, Ohio State. I'm going to go with uh, Georgia and Oklahoma as my four. I think Clemson slips up to somebody again next year. SEC, huh? and based off that, And based off that tired – uh, ACC schedule they play, and actually I think they played Georgia non-conference opening opening night. I like Georgia uh, in that in that game. I'd so, say. So, so you taking two SEC teams because you think the two SEC teams would be the best, or are you taking uh, two SEC teams because you think that the committee will do the usual and blow the SEC and let them have two teams in? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I think Georgia. I think. Honestly, I think Georgia could run the table. Um, uh, Florida's not going to be as good as, as uh, this year. I don't – Coach Excuse, man, he he rubbed me the wrong way down the stretch here. <laughs> he was, he's, um, he's not even worried about his team. He's on TV doing doing talks last night, being an analyst. Yeah. And uh, I see Georgia possibly run the table. They could beat Clemson. That would be a big non-conference victory. Um, they could even lose to Bama in the SEC title and still get in. You think? Mm-hmm. We'll yep. see. We'll see. I don't mind the Georgia pick. Uh, they're always a formidable program. Kirby Smart always heading the right direction. So, so I don't mind that. I, I don't know. I, I, and a sleeper team. A sleeper team. You said Texas. I'm going to stay in that Big 12. I'm going to go with Iowa State. They got a lot uh, returning. Right. Brock Purdy announced he's returning. <laughs> Brees Hall, one of the best running backs in the country. You, you really going to do this to yourself? I am. Matt Campbell's a great coach. He's turned down some NFL looks. I think he keeps building this program up, and they're they're a dangerous team. I think you, they could be a uh, sleeper. You know what they're going to do though, since you just said this. Yeah, I know. Fuck you. Nope. Yep. <laughs> fuck Iowa That's State. All they do is fuck you. You can't get them right. So this just means, folks, Iowa State will have a down year since he said they're sleeper team to make the playoff. Sleeper team from sleeper <laughs> team for me to make the playoff. The Oregon Ducks. Out of the Pac-12, become relevant football. Go undefeated in that conference. I think they're the best team in that conference. The best shot of the Pac-12. So, so give me the Ducks. Before you said that, I was going to ask: Do we both agree that the Pac-12 will have nobody in the playoff once again? And I was going to say yes. I know you do. Now, I think uh, I don't. I'm not obviously. But, I didn't pick them, but I think a sleepers, the team that I could see making the playoff is Oregon. Yeah, I, 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 you know what I think about that Pac-12. Irrelevant. They'll lose to somebody they shouldn't. 
probably. It's irrelevant football. For a reason, Dick. If I had now, to another sleeper pick, I think I like another team out of the Big Twelve that hasn't been mentioned yet. You could probably take a guess. Oh boy, Oh State. State Cowboys. I, I I don't know. I think Mike Gundy he's going keeps building this program and lead them in the right direction. They got some growing pains this year, but I think they can beat beat Texas and Oklahoma and. Iowa State, there's no reason why they shouldn't be in the playoff. Those would be three quality wins. So, so give me the pokes. Yeah, if I had another sleeper team, I would throw out um, North Carolina Tar Heels. I think Mac Brown could do that, build that program up. They, that's, that's, they fared so well uh, in that bowl game. Yep, and I think, like I said, I think Clemson's going down a little bit. If it could uh, beat them next year, they, they could possibly sneak in Clemson the playoff. Clemson would be out because I – I, I don't know about you, but I'm obviously a high State fan, but I think a lot of people are tired of seeing Alabama cleanse at Ohio State every single year. So, so it would be nice if we could have a little bit of a change up and get some new teams in the playoff, you know? I agree. I, I actually think um, – I don't want to say it's boring, but it, it has been. I think they need some, some fresh blood, some new teams in there, uh, attract a bigger uh, – a new audience, I'd say, because, I mean, people are tired of watching the same – Three, four teams playing each year, and please, for the love of God, don't don't let Notre Dame in. And they have seventeen seniors this year. They're going to be irrelevant next year, folks. People will put them in the top ten in the preseason rankings, but I predict right now that team will be an eight and four club next year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't. I, I've never been a Notre Dame fan. I thought they still got left out this year just because the there would be an embarrassing performance. But uh, I don't. Know, I agree. I don't. I don't know about four and eight, but I. They won't. They won't be contenders. Eight and oh, four. Said, yes. Did you four said four and eight? I thought you said eight and four. Uh, I could see eight and four, nine and three. Yeah, and they have Jack Cohn replacing uh, Ian Book at quarterback from Wisconsin, and he wasn't anything great That's at Wisconsin. So there's no real upgrade there. Yeah, there's no real upgrade there. Um, like I said, I I don't know. I just I've don't buy it. They're going to go back to their independent schedule again. Um, they'll lose at least three, four games, folks. I agree. And if, even if they do go undefeated, they shouldn't get put in just because I mean, you've seen their record in BCS and New Year's Six Bowls and playoff games. They don't have a single win. So that's irrelevant. They they always look like they always look like contenders, but in reality, they're always pretenders. And two teams in that SEC West that I don't know if they will necessarily be playoff teams, but I'm interested to see what they do next fall. Uh, obviously, LSU with, with Ed Orgeron, back, if they can yeah. build that thing back up. And uh, A&M, I think Jimbo Fisher finally got them going in the right direction, worth that contract they yeah, paid. Yeah, I think, I think Texas A&M kind of – they feel run the wrong way. They should have been over Notre Dame this year, so they're going to come out and try to try to prove next year that they really do belong and try to punch their shot. And maybe maybe next year if they run the table again, their only loss is Alabama. They might they might let them in, so, so we'll see. And it looks like as of right now, obviously there could be opt-outs and um, transfers, uh, early draft entries. But looks like this A&M squad could uh, be pretty good. They obviously lose Mon, but the rest of their squad looks like they could be returning. Yeah, I know. And Mon was nothing special. He was he was good at what he did. He didn't he wasn't flashy or make huge plays, but he was good, 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 good overall quarterback that that made plays in clutch situations. Yeah, I think they need a quarterback that can Johnny Football. Make, <laughs> yes, somebody that can make make plays. Um, a Joe Burrow type. You need you need special in that SEC if you want to top Alabama. You need Joe Burrow. You need a Manziel, guys like that to really make a difference. And Mon was a good college quarterback. I'm not saying he wasn't good, but I don't think he elevated that team enough. And he's not the prolific passer you need to to beat. Uh, Alabama and other squads in the SEC. I agree. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think Texas A&M will be any good next year, but but we'll see. Yeah. So that should be an interesting uh, college football. It was a good year this year, I thought. At least they uh, crowned a champion. In. A lot of people didn't know um, that would happen. Even had that. Even get to have some fans at the yeah. at the Natty. So. So no. Yes, and I believe next year. 
I believe next year things will be pretty close to normal. I'd say we're going to see non-conference games, um, fans and stands. I don't know about full stadiums, but I expect more fans for everybody. I don't want to see any more empty stadiums. I don't think yeah, that will happen. At least have half capacity or something. Let the, let the bands yeah. in there. So, yeah, I expect that. And we'll talk college football a lot more, folks, probably throughout the summer, some over and unders. Um we kind of discussed our future playoff bet, playoff uh, State, picks. Natty Champs, twenty twenty one predictions. Yep, Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley, Spencer Riley are going to take it. What about Florida Deck irrelevant? Uh, I do. I think they got a. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big fan of what's going on in the culture within that program right now. I don't know why they kept the D coordinator. And Emory Jones replacing Kyle Trask, a totally different quarterback. He can actually move and, and run, but he's not a great passer, I don't believe. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. Lose a lot see of receivers. How many they come up with. Um, yeah, I see that team being a nine and three type team, maybe yeah, at best. Excuse. I think he's a lot overhyped. I think he's a dickhead, to be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> all right. When are we going to cut to what the moment we've all been waiting for? Well, we're going to recap uh, a few games, uh, then we'll, we'll get to the moment we're waiting for. But first, I want to go here first because I've been calling this a long time. Luke kind of disagreed a little bit, then kind of got on board with me. But Doug Peterson oh, finally yeah. fired, folks. He deserved it, especially after that Sunday that, night that ordeal he pulled. game bullshit, yeah. He, I just couldn't believe it. And yeah. they, I was surprised a week. Um, over a week after the season's already been over, they decided to fire him. Kind of, kind of odd to see that. You don't see that very often. I think he'll get another head coaching job though somewhere pretty quickly. Yeah, I agree. He might. He'd be one one of the fired coaches that turns around and get a head coaching job like Adam Gase did the one year. Our buddy went straight went straight from the yeah. Dolphins it's kind of interesting. I think it's gonna be interesting now. Do they hire a coach? That once the coach Carson Wentz, or they just rule with Hertz and, and trade Wentz, because uh, I know Wentz wants to stay now, probably since uh, Peterson's out. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen if he wants to. I haven't seen anything about him saying changing his mind about a trade or what. So, so it'll be interesting. I, quite frankly, I'm not a big fan of this franchise going forward. They got they're a mess in the front office, coaching obviously, ownership. Uh, who's going to play quarterbacks? A mess. They got they so got, over and under, so over under win total next year, whatever it is, you're you're uh I picking think, the I under. Think have a bad year again. I don't, I don't think the over under win total will be that high though, so it's so it's hard to say. But I just and they have old guys on defense that just aren't the veterans that are getting up there in age and just aren't able to play quite like they're they once could in their prime. So, so this team and they're paying them a lot of money too. So this just just a lot of problems with an organization that need to. They need to fix it. They might just have to do a complete overhaul. I'm not honestly not sure. They might have to. This might be a few year process. I actually agree. I think it's probably one of the worst uh, coach, head coaching job openings as of right now. I think this this team's going to be pretty bad. They're old on the offensive line, defense, cap issues, no quarterback really, or you know, they guys are always on hurt. One. Uh, Guys always hurt, bad draft picks, no receivers that, that scare you. Zach Ertz got to retire. He ain't that old. Um, he's getting up there. He's just bumbling around out there, running those hitch routes. Looks like Heath Miller. But um, this this team, I, I don't see them being good. But, folks, I said it in the la- maybe two podcasts ago, that NFC's <laughs> fucked me the last two years. I'm not touching their, their under uh, picks. Next year, I, I don't care. It's enough. So that first playoff game, um, just a few playoff games you want to touch. Some of those games were, were coma <laughs> games, folks. You know, I mean, that Bears game was tired. I, really, um, I actually thought Mitch Trubisky yeah, think, played pretty well, to be honest. I think some coaching decisions and that defense just, just couldn't hold up long enough. But I thought they actually yeah, competed. I think, wasn't, I think they had chances. They had – Dumbass penalties multiple times, dudes getting ejected and this and that, and just dumb shit jumping off sides like idiots. But uh, you take some of that stuff out and they make a couple more plays, they got themselves a ball game. The defense didn't play terribly. They only gave up, what, 21 points. So 
Um, I mean, yeah. they had every opportunity to be in that game. They just couldn't couldn't make the play they needed to to win. So, I mean, I don't. I think it wasn't. It was obviously disappointing to lose, but I don't think the Bears played as bad as people thought they were per se. Even though they didn't even cover, but I don't know. It was just a. There seemed like there was promise, even though there was a loss, but just because of the way things folded and the way things happened that made them lose, like the dumb things they did. That really, if those things didn't happen, they would win. Oh, the drop, the drop. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Trick play. I forgot about that one. How the hell do you drop that? That's seven points right there off the board. That was that would have been yep. a game changer. And then it would have made it a close game, and it's hard to tell what would happen after that. Yeah, I think that was that was definitely a big play in that one. Uh, we won't really go over that Tennessee game. I mean, they shut down Henry. Uh, Lamar Jackson was a difference. He gets his first playoff win. Great. Um, that Tampa Bay game, we all kind of knew that outcome. I will say, Alex Heineke, not he, did, he showed some problems. Like he played very well for what the role he was thrown into. I thought, I thought, deserve a lot of props and a lot of credit for even giving him a chance to win. To be honest. Yeah, honestly, when I saw Alex Smith, I saw this being a blowout, but he uh, he competed. He made some great plays, extending plays, running. Um, and I like this Washington team. I think they have a bright future. They, they just got to find a quarterback and add some receivers. But other than that, they, they do have a nice -line, uh, squad. D-line and defense. And the running back they draft looks pretty good. So I, I do like this football team going forward. So I don't – they might have to draft the quarterback. I don't – or they might roll with Heineke. It's hard to tell because I think I think Alex Smith might be done after this injury he's had right here. But uh, everybody counted him out once before, so so who knows? He may come back, but I don't know if he'll be a yeah, – there might be better options than him, honestly. Yeah, I'd say they probably – they may keep both of them as uh, backups. I'd say they have to draft somebody or free agent Trade. somebody to, uh, to get in there. Yeah. But um, that Bills game – I do want to hit on that and the Seattle game. Then we're going to get to the the, the one we really want to talk about, folks. But uh, that that Colts game, I actually thought they outplayed Buffalo. They never had the punt. 450 yards of offense, no turnovers. The first team in playoff history to ever do that and lose. Oh. But these analytics, <laughs> I, I've been, we haven't gone to this. These analytics are fucking <laughs> stupid. Stupid what Frank Reich did. Going forward, fourth and goal at the seven in the first half. You kick it there especially their defense. I mean, Josh Allen was was doing his thing, but they're competing. They're hanging in there. You take the field goal there. I know they had a play, and, you know, Rivers kind of just missed them. Pittman probably could have had it. It was pretty close play. And then going for two and not getting it, um, just just some really bad calls in that game. I, I think they blew it. And honestly, we both predicted on the show, uh, me and Luke, that, it was gonna be a zoo collapse yeah. from Phil Rivers. I, I actually thought I he did. played very well. Rivers, he gave him every chance they have to win. I did. I will say that last drive, it it kind of bogged down. They wasted a lot of time there and doing stuff. They they really down towards the end. Then they end up having to kill Marys because they used all the clocks. So I mean, I think that could have been better. But other than that, all all in all, I think Philip gave him every chance they had to win. It wasn't on him. No, I think Josh Allen was the difference. Extending plays. Uh, he was really good in this game. Uh, that defense definitely showed some holes, though. Fraudulent, uh, not allowed, not even forcing a punt, no pressure. Uh, I, I think they're going to get exposed this week. Uh, I think Luke agrees with me. Luke and I, we both like yeah, Baltimore we'll, this week. We'll in that talk more about round. the later, but I, I do like Baltimore going forward in this game. And I just want to touch on some real quick in that Seattle game. Obviously, the Rams defense dominated uh, Waffles. I actually like what I saw from Waffles. He goes down. Goff comes in, makes a play at the end, but really it was the run game and defense. But flip the Seattle side, that offense was just on in a coma, folks. I mean, they just didn't show up. I'm going to throw something out there. I, I honestly, I think Pete Carroll's been on the hot seat these so last few years. Just he got to be on the hot seat. Just these playoff performances, um, or at least the offensive coordinator, Brian Schoenheimer, he's looking like his dad, blowing games left and right like he did as a head coach. Um, the, the way they call this offense. And I saw after the game in the post game, they're like, oh, yeah, next year we want to run the boy more. No, you fucks. Let Russ throw the ball. And I know he strode down the stretch, but whatever they did to that offense, it was just – Yeah, I mean, I – I really didn't see this coming at all. I thought, 
I thought the Rams defense was good, but man, they looked they looked really really good that night. I don't know if that was a combination of the Seattle offense being that bad too, but I really just didn't see any way that uh the Rams were going to be able to keep up scoring points just even though like I didn't think the Rams would get to 20 points and I thought if Seattle would get to 20 points it'd be a win, but uh the Rams they really did a nice job with Goff coming in. I don't if he couldn't if he couldn't start, I don't understand why he could come in when the dude got hurt. Why couldn't he just start him? But that didn't that really didn't make sense to me. But uh quite honestly, I kinda like Waffles in there when he was better better than golf. So I don't know what they'll do next week. I mean I wouldn't mind seeing Waffles play, but uh I was Cam Akers, I think, was the difference in this game. The way he was able to run the ball and catch balls in the screen catch passes in the screen game, that kinda gave gave the four, uh the Rams' life on offense, and obviously that pick six rushed through that free seven points there that the offense didn't have to score. So just a culmination of all that just led to disaster for Seattle. And I don't, I don't know if this continue up in Green Bay. I think, I think Green Bay's offense is a lot better than that Seattle offense, and and uh, the Rams' defense won't look quite as good as they did uh, this past weekend. Yeah, I agree. I think Green Bay is a little bit better uh, at home. But we'll get to that a little later. But I honestly, I really do. I think Brian Schottenheimer should be fired. Uh, his dad was obviously coach of the Chargers. 14-2 and two team got fired, losing in the divisional round. Um, and uh, he was the coordinator of the Jets years ago. He got fired there. I think he should be fired again. I mean, that was terrible. Um, these last few playoff years that, that, that Russell Wilson's had, it's been flat-out embarrassing in the playoffs, losing. Um, offense bad. I think he should be fired. I think Pete Carroll – Got to get on the hot seat a little bit here. They got to win some big games here. It's ever since that Legion of Boom split up, they haven't been able to win big games. And I think this storyline has flown under the radar with all the other different things that, that went on this week. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I think it kind of flew under the radar because uh, the one we still haven't talked about yet was kind of the overwhelming, overwhelming thing that took the NFL. So, so maybe they got a free pass. I don't know. Yes, and we're going to hit that uh, game right now. The Steelers and Browns, folks, in Heinz Field, Sunday night football. History. I think it was. Um, but straight up, I'm just going to – I'm going to say this. Luke and I, big Steeler fans, private defenders yeah, of this we, team, we um, expected big – yep, expected big things from this team. Um, at least one playoff win, but – this past decade, folks, the word, the common theme that describes this team, oh, wow. underachieve. <laughs> I didn't even know you were going to say that. <laughs> three, three playoff wins in ten years against AJ McCarron, a game where Perfect was an <laughs> asshole and gave him it. Matt the Moore Dolphins. against Miami and Adam Gase, <laughs> the most fraud. They actually were probably the worst playoff team in history, worse <laughs> than the Bears. Um, and Alex Smith with six field goals. They, they beat Kansas City. Um, but these these past 10 years has been very disappointing. And not even just losing, folks. The way in which the way they've they, lost. The flat out embarrassing. The way they was the most embarrassing, embarrassing performance I've ever seen from the Steelers. 28 nothing before I even fucking blinked. And I go back. I think it's been going on for four years, though. Um, just, I mean, we, we talk, we always make fun of it a little bit. These Zoe collapses, they should be changed to Steeler collapses, folks. It, it's, it's awful. 2017, um, coming off that bye week, um, getting the doors Blake blown Bortles. off by Jacksonville. Same kind of deal. Then down early, Tommy Bohannon scoring yeah, that, on him as a that, fullback. That game, Christ, folks, game, up the middle. Game, uh... Sunday night seemed eerie similar to that Jacksonville game, just the way the just the way the game went. Started down early and just kept giving up touchdowns, but Pittsburgh just kept scoring and then kept calling black, clawing back. And there was a couple of times they showed a little glimpse of hope, and you thought, oh, if they get a stop here and go down and score, they might win. And then, and before you know, it, the game's over and they just ran out of time. So I don't just just an ugly, ugly, ugly loss that uh, like quite frankly, I. And it couldn't. The worst part was it happened against the Cleveland Browns, one of the most, uh, I don't want to say terrible, one of the most significant, one of the most consistently bad franchises in the the league, and that's who we lose to. Not saying they're bad this year, but just 
overall. I yeah, it was it was bad, and then you, you go to 2018. This team was sitting at seven two and one. They end up finishing nine six and one, missing the playoffs. The whole A B fiasco. That was a horrible ending. And then even last year, I'll go to that eight and five. I know they had backups, but when they're at eight and five, to finish eight and eight and miss the playoffs is, is just inexcusable. And this one this year, uh, that 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 takes the cake. I mean, that was fucking awful. I think somebody got to. I mean, somebody got to be accountable for this. I'd put it on a number of different people. I think Mike Tomlin definitely got to take some heat. His playoff resume is just not good. And off coming off buys, coming off, you know, resting guys week 17, they just they, – they don't look ready to play. And, and I know we don't like Cowher and all that stuff, but he's right about this team. Underachieved for 10 years. They're not buttoned up in these big games, and it's – I hate to say it, but it's very true. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I'm kind of lost for words. It's hard, it's hard to, it's hard to give a couple excuses or come up with really any reason. It's just, it's just, it happened, and it's kind of like, wow, you just kind of got to swallow it and uh, eat your pride there a little bit. And that snap, that snap, that's snap first I, play I, of the I, game. I you never seen stuff like that. that. That was I just, just quit stunning. That if I know that was just going to be the start to go downhill from there, then Ben throws picks and. Jarvis Landry runs free and Chubb runs free and Hunt runs free. It's just but overall the defense that's supposed to be so good. They just, they were put in bad situations, but still they couldn't come up with stops when they needed to. And not 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 so would have changed the game, but uh, what the hell was Mike Tomlin doing punting on fourth and one? The one twice the one I'm thinking in the third quarter where we had all of the momentum, just scored two touchdowns. Uh, I think we were looking to make it a three. We were down 11, looking to make it a three-point game or maybe looking to make it a four-point game, something. And uh, we decided fourth and one. It, granted, it was around 40, but we had all the momentum. They hadn't been able to stop us yet, really. And we decided, oh, we'll punt and make our defense get a stop. Well, guess what? They fucking didn't get a stop like they have it all night. So, I don't know. I think, I think if that – Yeah, I think that, I think that popped the balloon. There, then get the – offense on their heels even more, even though the, I, I'm talking shit on the defense. They had a couple three and outs there back-to-back back that kind of let us crawl back a little bit. So maybe maybe would have really had the momentum fully shift their our side and the Browns would have been in panic mode and getting their stop and a score. And then, heck, we have the lead then. So so it's really it's really hard to tell what would have happened. But uh, I don't know. I think Mike Tomlin, he's, for a great coach he is, sometimes he's not a very good manager when it comes to deciding when to go for it on fourth down. When when to go for two? The dumbass kicked it to go to go down twelve points when he could have went for two to make it eleven point game. Granted, probably wouldn't have gone because they didn't get any of them. That would have made it a field goal and then a touchdown, two point conversion game instead of having to score two touchdowns. So I don't. He's just bad when they use timeouts and challenging. He might be the worst coach when it comes to challenging calls of all time. Every challenge he gets is wrong. So it's just. Just things like that that head coaches are responsible for. He really struggles with that aspect. So, I don't know if it's something he's got to reflect on and improve or he might be gone in Pittsburgh. Very good rant. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, they, they went for two when you should kick the extra point and then kick the extra point where you should have went for two there. Um and the situation you're talking about was 35-23. Um, they score there. They can make it 35-31 and make this a real ball game, put all the pressure on Cleveland. Um, and the, like you said, the defense did get a few stops. I think it puts all the pressure on there. Um, and it could be a different outcome, but obviously it wasn't. Uh, but this, this team's late season collapses is just just awful. They, they A lot of injuries, they – they look tired on defense. Um, Big Ben looks unprepared. I, I would never rest him again. I mean, he's he's terrible off bye weeks. He probably just drinks more light on the bye <laughs> probably. weeks. Probably. Um, and we'll we'll, hit, we'll touch on him now. Yeah, actually, do you think uh, he's back know. next year it's in a Steelers uniform? Stuff. I'm still. I've been back and forth. I've been hearing both sides of the story. I don't. I think part of Ben wants to be back. Just because going out like that is just a terrible way to go out, you know. But uh, reality, we owe we owe Ben forty one million dollars next year if he's on the team, and that's a lot towards the cap hit. We got guys we need to resign. A lot of guys we need to resign. This 
So, I mean, I kind of, I don't know. Me personally, I, you might be the same way too. I mean, you're not that much older than me. I don't know any quarterback for the Steelers other than Big Ben. So it's kind of just weird, you know? Yeah, that's all I've ever known. Uh, his quarterback and his uh, Big Ben. I do want to see him go out in a better way than what we saw on Sunday night. Um, I have a feeling they'll bring him back one more year. I don't know about $40 million. Maybe they might ask him to take a pay cut if he doesn't. They may force him to retire. I, I don't know. Um, but here's the other question. If he is gone, no. I mean, who do you replace him with? I mean, I, we don't buy this Mason yeah. Rudolph bullshit. And I mean, they could draft somebody, but down in that at that point, I mean, you're looking at guys like Mac Jones. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he he might be a product of the system in Alabama. I like yeah, his I game, I'm but not, I'm not sold on Mac um, Jones. Just for the fact, and, I mean, it's hard to fail when you have those kind of weapons that he had. Like he didn't have to do much, you know, just kind of get them the ball and let them go. So, so I'm. Um, and I would like to see them get a little more mobile of a quarterback. Kyle Trask is e-mobile. He's a statue. Uh, we don't want him either. But I mean. Um, and I mean, you're looking at free agency. We don't want Carson Wentz. Um, I would mind you Sam know Darnold. I, I mean, buy. I ain't buying that. Matt Stafford. Who? I would not be opposed to that either. He's a tough he's guy. Pretty, he's, he's pretty similar. He fits to the, the city well. Ben. Yeah. So I, yep. I, I, if I had, he's a lot younger. Five years. I think he's thirty. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd pick one quarterback to have yep. in the draft. Obviously, saying you can't have Trevor Lawrence or whatnot. Give me, give me Matt Stafford. But another another yeah. topic. I don't think that's Dr. a bad option. He had in the latest mock draft, or not the latest, but the one he had out. He had Fields going to fifteen to New England. If Fields is going to drop that that late, I wouldn't be opposed to trading up a few spots and drafting Fields. I think I think he's going to be a good NFL player. Uh, yes, but that's I, never going to happen. I don't know what he's on. He might <laughs> yeah, be smoking some BG Kush. I think he might have came that out before he played that well in the Clemson game. But, uh, so I, I, I mean, it's just the scenario. I'm just wishful thinking because obviously I'm a, I would love to see, love to see him on the Steelers be the best of both worlds. But, uh, I think we both can agree th- on this. Thickner, Coach he's fucking Snowman's terrible. Gone. The best, the best part is when we just get down. He got to go. Because he always. His because the, usually they say the offensive coordinator scripts the first few plays, you know, and it has like a game plan. Like, okay, no matter what, we're running these plays, then we'll start calling plays after that. And his scripts are just terrible. And it just gets to the point where down, we're down, and Ben just says, fuck it, well, I'm just going to call my own plays. And that's when we actually start moving the ball a little bit. So I don't, he's, he's just terrible. He needs to take a trip off to Clemente. <laughs> Do you believe Keith Butler will Keith be fired? Butler so much, but I don't, I don't, I don't hate Keith Butler like other people do. I don't know why. I don't, he's been nothing but solid. The, the defense was down. I mean, down like when Ben and Bell and Brown, we were doing really good with them, and our defense, quite frankly, sucked. And we've kind of flipped the script even last year. And then this year, still had the good defense. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, really to oust Keith Butler yet. I think, I think he's a good coach and has a good scheme. Some things he does is dumb, but I mean, a lot of coaches do that. Yeah, I think I wouldn't fire him. And they also said Tomlin called the play Saturday night, so I think he takes yeah, a lot of the responsibility there. Things. That's kind of odd. Why would he do that just in a playoff game? But uh, uh, I, I will say this, though. The one thing I don't understand, and we've seen it the past couple years, why – Put linebackers on number one receivers. They're going to get juked out of their fucking shoes. What are you fucking doing? My God. These guys are slow, folks. They can't cover Jarvis Landry. I mean, that Keenan Allen, John Bostic game, it's ridiculous. I know they probably force you into a defense where they keep your linebackers on the field and whatnot, but uh, you can't uh, do that. I don't know what it was, but – uh. It was an overlap of the Keenan Allen play and I don't know if it was the Keenan Allen, but and the Splay. And it was literally the, the same Splane. exact formation, same same exact route. Like they the just, same play. Well, maybe they'll still put the linebacker on him. And they still did. And it's still still worked bad for us. So so uh 
that's one thing. I don't. I just don't understand that. It's just that's just common football sense. Don't put linebackers on the best wide receiver on third and two. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. And this team right now, I have it. I have um, written down. They got twenty four free agents that this team is going to have to try to retain. Um, some of them aren't very good. I, I have it here. That Cassius Marsh that played the other night, he's good as gone. Um, Sean Davis, he'll be cut. Jordan Berry, the punter, he got to go too. Yeah, I don't. He he's bad. I don't. I just, just a lot of bad. Then Heisman gets hurt, and that forty nine comes in. Birdman looking motherfucker. He was terrible. He was getting blown off the ball. Oh, he was getting yeah, blown off the ball Cassius all March. night long. I mean. All night long. Offensive line was softer than baby shit. They were terrible. I mean, it's just all around bad performance. I don't, I don't even know. And then the corners that came in, Joe Hayden wasn't playing, so them suckers are getting beat deep. Terrell Edmonds can't tackle anybody in open field. I mean anybody. I could juke him out of his shoes. He's so bad. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot of, lot of, a lot of question marks for this team. And quite frankly, I think everybody was saying this is oh the worst eleven no team ever. And, and I kind of shut them up and be like. Yeah, you're just jealous and you're just nuts. And but they might have been right. I, this team had a lot of lot of problems that kind of got masked because they were eleven and zero. I agree. I mean, I I didn't want to be one of those people, and it's hard to win eleven games in the NFL against anybody, regardless of your of who you're playing. Uh, but this team has a lot of holes moving forward. I'm not very optimistic about the future. Um, we're, we'll go over some of these free agents. You. Whether or not we agree if they'll be back or not, Juju and Connor, I say I they're both gone. I want to happen. Uh, uh, what do you think will I happen? I want Juju gone. I don't really like him. I think the other receivers I, are better. I, but uh, I think we'll re-sign him just because we seem to think he's our wide receiver number one. But uh, and I think I think James Connor's gone. I mean, he just hadn't proved anything. And there's nothing we can get linebackers or linebacker. We can get running backs and pay them way less money and. Instead of re-signing Connor and get somebody in the draft or use the ones we got for a way cheaper price than using him, and he quite frankly hasn't shown anything for why we deserve to pay him. So, so I think James Connor will be gone. But Dupree, See, this, this one's the toughest one for me because I don't, I don't know if we had the money to sign him, but uh, I think we have to sign him. Just it showed late in the year. I mean, Highsmith did come on strong a little bit, but uh, him and Watt kind of together's what makes them good is because they're both on the field at the same time. So I hope we resign him. I think, I think he should be the number one priority for being honest. The guy, guys we need to resign over Ben. I'd rather have him resigned over Ben. I agree. I think, I think possibly the ACL injury could help them a little bit. Um, maybe a little bit of a discount, you know, coming off the injury and everything will be kind of, Interesting to see. And then Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton, both free agents. I'd like to yeah, see Hilton return. Yeah, so Cam Sutton, I think we can let him on. You can get somebody different. But Mike Hilton's just – he's so unique as a player that, that we use, and it's just hard to find somebody else that can just fill that role. You know, it's kind of – it's not just a, anybody can play that role. It's kind of thing he's kind of perfected. So I think we need to re-sign him. For, and the free agents along the, off, along the offensive line – I want all these cats going, going away, but I think he's done. He's terrible. Matt Filer, he's we can let yeah. him walk. I Kevin Dotson will take his I don't position. Know why Filer got um, back and start uh, Sunday, for being honest. Dotson was playing well. Sunday night. Yeah. And then I think this position, I, I if, especially if Pouncey yeah. retires, I have a feeling he won't because him and Ben want to retire <laughs> together and they're butt buddies and all that shit, but – um, I think he'll stay around maybe one more year. Hot dog. Um, but if, if he doesn't, hot dog is also a free agent. He got to go. He shouldn't be in the NFL, folks. He should be in pizza eating tournaments and shit like that, where you got to eat the hot dog eating contest, all that stuff. That's where he should be. He shouldn't be ever, ever again on an NFL field playing for anybody, <laughs> blocking for anybody. Pathetic. Yeah, he said, uh, did he did he even see the field on uh, on Sunday? Oh, we should we should have won that. <laughs> no, he did Here's not. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. If I know dog, we should have won. Say, hot dog would have been. He might have snapped better than Pouncey. Than Pouncey. I mean, even on 
the snap and then on short short yardage situations, Pouncey was three yards in the backfield, just getting absolutely blown off the ball. So I mean, uh, in week seventeen, we yeah, were looking a little better with hot dogs at center. Who ever thought that us with backups in and then Cleveland half to win the game that come down the wire? Then when both teams got it on the line for a playoff team, we just get the brakes blown off of us. It's just I could. It's something I didn't even imagine. I didn't even see possible. And then two other free agents, I'd say, you know, Avery, Avery Williamson, he's good as gone. Take him back to the Jets. Explain, yeah. I think they could sign him on a cheap, you know, deal and yeah, nice backup special deal. teams player. He'll sign cheap, especially with, unless he thinks he can go be a starter somewhere with Devin Bush coming back. I mean, that might be one reason he would leave. So, so it's hard to say there. Vance McDonald, also free agent. He'll be I've gone. Got Zebra on a free agent. Get rid of um, his ass. Oh, fuck. Trade him. He has one more year left. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then the last free agent of note, I think he'll be gone. He's, he's aging. Uh, Tyson Alalu, the, the nose guard, I think he's 33. He'll be gone. I actually think that's an underrated need for this team. I think they need a nose guard. Yeah, I think he played well. I think he kind of wore down. I think they need a, a nose guard that can really stuff up that run. I wouldn't be shocked if they drafted within yeah, the first two a, or three rounds this year. They need that Casey Hampton or Hardgrave that they had in there for a while, or what Al Alu has been this year. So yeah, that's kind of like a staple of the Steeler defense, having a big nose guard that can stuff the run. Yeah, and I actually see this team first two rounds. Two, three, all of them probably drafting O line and and, um, and D line to be honest with you, or, or quarterback, maybe a running back too, if it's any that. good available. I agree. I could see. I would get rid of all these running, all four of them. I don't, I don't think any of them are any good at anything. They don't do anything well. I'd let them all go. They got to replace that whole backfield. I would let Juju go. I think they can go with uh, Chase Clapple. <laughs> yeah, get clapped, asshole. Uh, um, Deontay Johnson too. and uh, I like James Washington. I think they they got to keep yeah, using him. He was yeah. hungry all year. I, I like what I see from him. Use those three. Um, yeah, <laughs> I and Juju's gone. I, I'd like to see him gone. He's not gonna hurt my feelings if he leaves. And I would, I agree. We mentioned it a little earlier. I would like to see Ebron go as well. I'm not. I there's a reason why he was on two, like three teams already. Him, but after seeing him play, I screw it, leave. Yeah, drops passes, runs his mouth way too much. Yeah, I mean, he's he's too worried about tweeting about dumb shit than actually actually playing. Steward team, this Steward team the last you talk ten about years, I'd say that, just it's uh, been more. What's the word you use? Smith relevant wins. You said highest relevant wins two two now one in the past one since their national title. I don't know if Pittsburgh has any. Since, since Super Bowl, since Antonio Holmes' catch. Yeah. Even yeah, we Super really haven't in this franchise. It's just the way things fell aligned and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I just think this franchise, it's not the same. I, honestly, it's not the same as it used to be. I don't see any leadership from the uh, player perspective. There is no... Brett Keasels, I see Miller. in this locker room, or James Ferrier, uh, Heath Miller, Troy Paul Mall. I, I just don't see that on this team. Alan Fanica's. Um, and then just a lot more uh, bark, no bite, just talking on Twitter and this and that. It's we have a lot. Of, I mean, I know a it's a new age and, and different words. stuff like that. A lot of people talk. I do. I think this is this has been a lot of immaturity, and it's. And obviously, it isn't working. Some got to change. Someone got to be responsible for it because it just keeps happening over and over and over again. And you can't do that and expect the same results. It's disappointing to the city of Pittsburgh, the fans that pay to watch this shit, to get embarrassed like that in the playoffs. Um, and, and just these late seasons, Zoe collapses the past four years. Um, losing in playoff games, even with the Bell and Brown era, getting beat like drums against New England. Uh, it, it's not good enough. They say, oh, the standard's the standard. Well, it yeah. ain't living up to the standard. What is the standard nowadays? Going 10 and 6 and getting your, 
or not even making the playoffs, going eight and eight, just so, keeping uh, all. He has no 15 seasons in a row with uh, no record. Who gives a shit? We won Super Bowls in this town. This is what it's it's based off of. And what is the standard now? It isn't 11 and five and playing in wild cards and getting beat like drums and, and looking uh, pathetic, getting down 28 nothing in games, turning it over. Uh, I have some real problems. Uh, with the way it's been run, yeah, I, I just very not, frustrated fan of, here. I'm not gonna not not go this far, but I don't. It's not as bad a situation as the Eagles, but our situation going forward is not good. The way we have, it's kind of a similar situation to the Eagles, just not quite as bad. So there's some really things that there's some things that need to get fixed. There's going to be in one. There's going to be losing seasons. Exactly, and one thing we didn't even mention, <laughs> yeah. that Eagles division stinks. Our division's great, and especially if Joe Burrow gets yeah, healthy, I mean, they can no be a player as well. The North. There's going to be six tough games guaranteed next year. Then our schedule, then I think we got to play the Chiefs and the Bills. and uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have to yeah. play Green Bay, the Minnesota no, division, the Bears. We'll beat them, though. That's uh, one win, yeah, folks. This tough schedule next year, we might, might be on the outside looking in yet again after – after making it for the first time in three years. And I could see a, an under bet on this win total. Depends yeah, where it's at. Might not even be that high. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of frustrating. It's I'm not very optimistic is the word I guess I would use. It's, I don't think Pittsburgh has, I don't think Pittsburgh has a lot of prosperity. I'm not either. No. And I think, I think they've hung, hung on to this Big Ben thing that, that he's going to save us. And, I mean, he's great. But let, let's just go to the facts, folks. These last few years he's been in the playoffs, he's folded like a tent. He really has. I mean, it's four picks. Uh, that Jacksonville game, he was unprepared, picks. Um, and there's people that can make the argument he won those two Super Bowls based off defense, which isn't, yep. uh, you know, it's a fact. You know, it, it, it's definitely a factor there. Um, and this guy, it isn't a 33-year-old guy anymore to, to carry your offense. This guy's 38, um, and they say in the offseason all he does is drink and do yoga. He hasn't prepared himself for the future. It's not no Brady, Breeze, Rogers that, you know, take their, uh, you know, workout regimen seriously. Um, I, I'd give him one more year, but that's it. I think I think it, this time got to be over, and, Quit living yeah, think, in the past. I think Philip Rivers, a lot of people saying Philip Rivers should retire. I think he showed more promise than Ben right now, for being completely honest. Yeah, I, I was of the the thing that, you know, this could be Rivers last year. After what I saw on Saturday, I'd say you got another year or two. Maybe not with Indianapolis. They may not want him, but somebody could use him. I don't think he can win a Super Bowl, um, but I think he could definitely be a, a – quarterback on a playoff contending team and maybe if all the pieces yeah, around him he still could get him to a I Super agree. Bowl. I don't know. I think I think we have no option but then next year really and, unless and, we draft a guy and spend a first round pick. But uh I don't I think that, I don't want to go with Mason Rudolph or there is a possibility you could and have a bad record yeah, then you yeah, get the so quarterback you want the following I think, season. I think we'll ride with Ben one more year and see where it takes us. Hopefully it takes us to something yeah, and one final – you know, I was thinking about it. One final takeaway from mostly all these games this weekend, the teams that won the line of scrimmages won these football games. Cleveland dominated it. Um, the Saints won their matchup, even though it was a little bit more competitive. Ravens dominated. They won the line of scrimmage both sides of the football. Um, Ravens dominated Tampa Bay. But the only team – and obviously the Rams did as well. Both, they really did. But one team you can't say really dominated up front and that's kind of why we think, you know, they're going to lose is Buffalo. I think Indy, you know, yeah. that was a, a pretty even yeah, match. I'd, I'd say Indy probably won the line of scrimmage. Buffalo's, Buffalo's run game has never been great. Their best running back is Josh Allen. So, yeah, I mean, it's just as bad as the Steelers. Yeah, their run game. Long, but Josh Allen really makes the difference. Three steps without breaking a leg. Yeah, my God. But, that's our rant on the Steelers, man. That's a long rant. Uh, that was the um, worst obviously, not a great weekend. Them I, losing I, Ohio State for uh, Luke. My favorite team, my favorite professional team, my favorite college team, just get embarrassed 
in, in the play in the national stage when it was win or go home. Yeah, and um, you know, the next podcast we'll give out our picks. Um, we'll start getting a little college basketball. Wisconsin, I saw Wisconsin, Michigan tonight, Big Ten matchup, pretty good game. Uh, no, I think Michigan at home they'll win that game. We'll see. They're start. They're tipped off at seven, so uh, that's a game I definitely want to watch. So I've been watching a little bit more, getting into it. Uh, we'll give out our you know picks and predictions here a little bit moving forward. Probably after maybe after this week, you know, with the playoff games. As the teams get down lower, football coming to an end here, sadly. Yep. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more. But uh, thanks for listening to this uh, tonight. <laughs> I don't Dunkin know. Dunkin' Donuts. We talk for damn near an hour. Don't listen. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it is an hour right now, but he uh, he should be listening. Um, But, uh, yeah. Th- yep. Thanks for listening tonight, folks, and poor, poor weekend. And hopefully it's a lot better this weekend. Like good good Irishmen. Yep. Pretty much. (laughs) Like good Irishmen, you got to start celebrating again, folks. And on that note. Good night, folks. Exactly. And on that note, good night. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I didn't want to be honest. It's an hour long.